Welcome to the Innovation and Compliance Podcast, part of the Compliance Podcast Network. Join us every week as we talk with industry innovators who are making compliance to help business run more efficiently and at the end of the day, more profitably. Here's your host, Tom Fox. Are you interested in the most comprehensive compliance training class around? Do you want to hear from a true subject matter expert in the nuts and bolts of compliance? Then my Doing Compliance Masterclass training is the compliance training class for you. It is unlike any other class being offered. The Compliance Masterclass is not theory or analytical underpinnings of the FCPA. The focus of the Compliance Masterclass is on the operationalization of compliance, for it is only in the doing of compliance that companies have a real chance of avoiding FCPA liability. I hope you will consider my Doing Compliance Masterclass. The next class will be held in New York City on November 12th and 13th. For more information, check out my site, www.fcpacompliancereport.com. Over the past five podcasts, I've been exploring innovation in the compliance function. For my final podcast in this special series, I want to consider the innovation process itself. In a recent MIT Sloan Management Review article entitled Finding a Lower-Risk Path to High-Impact Innovations, the authors came up with a different method to view the innovation process. They posited something called the lily pad approach, in which they believe they can lower-risk stratagem to innovation. I found this approach had some interesting applications for the compliance discipline. The authors began with the premise, which is found in traditional risk-reward theory, that innovation initiatives and the funding programs that support them are generally viewed as investments with an expectation that taking higher risks would be rewarded with higher returns. At the low-risk, low-return end of the spectrum, we tend to see investments that drive incremental innovation or development of innovations that are already proven. At the opposite extreme are corporate skunk works, shout out to Kelly Johnson there, that seek to drive innovation in technology and business models to develop whole new products and service categories. Compliance initiatives can fall anywhere along this spectrum for the reason that if they fail, it can create conditions for a more systemic failure, which could bring the catastrophic consequences of an FCPA or other legal violation. The incremental approach, which the authors designate as the lily pad approach, are developed and introduced opportunistically in application spaces that are ready for adoption. Progress on one or in one lily pad garners resources and cash flow earlier in the development process and can create a pathway for subsequent lily pads and other application spaces. This allows innovation to break out from its natural or its initial breakthrough at an organization through the period where decisions about which capabilities to develop and which application context to pursue are made by the development team. All this leads to a progressive cascade of innovation moving forward as visualized by leaping from one lily pad to the next. What are some of the characteristics of innovations? They include leaders who obviously believe in such an investment, does innovation offer multiple pathways from the first principle to impact? How relevant is innovation to multiple business lines or business units in your organization? Will the innovation change the perspective of employees and even move towards reconfiguring the compliance ecosystem? Finally, is there potential for growth and improvement in the innovation going forward? After you've gone through and answered these questions, you should be ready to move forward 
with enabling actions and implement one or more of the innovations. By using this approach, the LilyPad applications for enabling innovation and compliance will provide opportunities to meet, match, capabilities, purpose, and context in a manner that advances self-performance dimensions of the innovation, aligns elements of ecosystems, and begins to shift employees' views on compliance across your organization. More than simply the singular innovation, the LilyPad approach allows your company to reduce the time and cost to jump to the next iteration of the development. You must understand proactively shape the compliance ecosystem, which for the compliance practitioner means working with the business unit so that they understand how and why innovation will help them achieve their corporate goals, largely sales. Simply put, employees can get stuck in the same rut of doing the same thing in the same way. Yet it is a maxim that your compliance program must evolve to meet new risks and new demands. The LilyPad approach allows for an incremental growth of change in ways that can demonstrate effectiveness and allow not only feedback, but also acceptance from the employee base. An example of such an approach can be found in the use of data-driven analysis from the compliance perspective to all growth in sales. Recall that there is no materiality level under the FCPA. So the business unit that experiences a dramatic growth in sales, even if it is non-material within the entire organization, could be the basis for an FCPA enforcement action. By focusing your initiative on one business unit that has experienced dramatic growth, even if it is in a province of one country or a relatively small country in a larger geographic region, you can use this approach to demonstrate the usefulness of such data monitoring. The LilyPad approach would inform the presentation going forward as every business would want to know and understand how a dramatic growth occurred. Was it product-driven? Was it personnel-driven? Was it a new sales campaign? Did a new or different product come to market? Of course, if the sales spike was due to nefarious activity, such as bribery, corruption, financial fraud, accounting fraud, or other egregious behavior, then it can be reviewed and remediated as appropriate. For corporate management, the initial results obtained by such a review could be the start of an entire innovation process around any portion of the sales cycle that might have been impacted by such stunning growth sales. It could certainly lead to better and more robust business forecasting going forward. So there are four key questions which I find to be an appropriate manner to end this series on innovation and compliance. First, do you understand the role of innovation in your compliance strategy? Second, can you spot the innovations as this may well require you to think differently, particularly if you come from a legal department or have legal training, which certainly does not favor or foster innovation? Next, do you have the ability to adapt to innovations in your compliance function to your company as a whole? Put another way, can you demonstrate how an innovation in compliance will help the company do business more efficiently and in compliance with applicable laws? Of course, It all begins with the willingness of the top of your organization to engage in innovation. I hope you have enjoyed this special five-part series highlighting some of the ways to innovate in compliance. For more information on the innovation process and compliance, check out my latest handbook, The Complete Compliance Handbook, which is available on Amazon.com and I link to in the show notes. There's an entire chapter on innovation and compliance, which I think you will find extraordinarily useful. 
If you're a compliance professional looking for a convenient and effective way to fulfill your continuing education requirements, go to fcpacompliancereport.com slash courses and choose from four hour-long training packages that will keep you current. That's fcpacompliancereport.com slash courses.